Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. All right, we're back for another week of chatting, helping each other grow each other's businesses. It's always great to have you on the podcast, Michael. Yes, sir. Glad to be here as always. I've seen you've been pretty busy as of late. Yeah, yeah. Traveling, traveling, Austin. living the life. Yeah, living the life. Nice. <laughs> Eating barbecue. Always, always wanted to go. Always wanted to go. Oh, to dude. Austin. I, I heard Texas? Austin as amazing. But um, I've been to Texas, but I haven't been to Austin. Okay. Um, but yeah, I heard that. Well, I've, I mean, I've had barbecue there, and it's been pretty amazing. So I can only imagine what you experienced. Yeah, yeah. We like to. Uh, last year was our first year doing this trip. Um, this year's second, but it's Tootsie. So she has. Tootsie Tomateas has a Netflix documentary about her. Um, she's 88 now. Uh, I think she's still a janitor during the week. And then <laughs> pit boss, world famous pit boss <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> um, but some of the best food ever. We went to some of our top places. And I had a, a two-pound beef rib at uh, the original oh, Black's oh, location. Oh. Opened almost oh. 100 years ago. Dude, yeah. how was that? It was. Was it good? It was amazing. Yeah, uh, barbecue. Like we have neighbors, and this kind of goes into relationships with people. Like you have to find something in common. Like my so neighbor across the street, general contractor. I mean, totally like no commonalities. Not really. Anyway, barbecue. Yes. Uh, the other neighbor in the uh, channel is. Um, I mean, he oversees all of the maintenance for airplanes here in the Denver area for United. Like, again, not somebody that I would hang out with, but we, we love barbecue. So we make barbecue videos together and good food, good content, and just hang out. Oh, yeah. I bet, man. That's yeah. that's great, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was looking at your stories like on Instagram, and I was just like, oh, my, my mouth was just like wandering, <laughs> wandering. every single time. <laughs> I love it. Incredible. And you're uh, still transitioning. Oh, yeah. Your uh, Airbnb state, now? Yep, just Airbnb doing the Airbnb life for the next few months till we, you know, um, get our next house down south. So just been living that life. It's it's been an adjustment, but um, yeah, it's I've been learning a lot, and yeah, it's been it's been good. Change uh, today. We want to talk about mentors. So that way, you know, you listening, we're we are going somewhere with this. But I think it's if you look at, I mean, the relationships you have, you look at the changes in your life, you look at anything that's going on. Having people to help you along your way is just absolutely key. You can go in at it alone, but it's always harder. And somebody's already learned the lessons. Just just learn from their scars instead of getting your own. <laughs> like uh, it's just it's just oh, so much God. better. Um, yeah. But you mentioned you you attend a mastermind. So when we talk about mentors, when we talk about changes in your life and someone helping you walk through it, there's a lot of different levels. There's, I mean, courses, there's YouTube videos, you know, watching this one, there's actually paying for people's time. There's, you know, people investing in your business or partnering with you that way. Michael, for you, how is, how is mentors, how has having someone help you along the way been a game changer or is it something that's really helped that much? It's helped tremendously. Like, I mean, like what you mentioned earlier, it's like, dude, you learn from the the wounds and the scars from other successful people. And that just kind of, I don't want to say it's like a shortcut, but it's more like it gives you kind of accelerates your success a, a lot more efficiently because I mean, obviously you learn from their mistakes and you make sure you don't, um, you know, make those or repeat those same mistakes. So yeah, I think, you know, having a mentor is, is super key. And I always, 
even suggest that to anybody that's starting a, a new business is like, or even a new venture or whatever is, is surround yourself, not only surround yourself with people that, you know, that are above you, meaning they may be like 10 steps ahead of you, you mm -hmm. know, uh, surround yourself with people like that. But at the same time, it's, it's great to have someone who's like at that pinnacle to where you want to reach, because again, they, they have so much experience, so much knowledge and just so much know-how that you can basically absorb that knowledge and just apply that to your life and your business. And it's just totally game changing, man. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that, you know, I would agree. Like the only hack I can think of, the only shortcut is a mentor. Like find someone who's done what you want to do and learn from them. Like maybe they don't do it in the exact way you want exactly. to do it, but who else are you gonna learn? How else are you gonna do it except failing or learning on your own? <clears throat> And even if you get it perfectly right yeah. the first time, you don't know if you got lucky <laughs> or if you really know how to do it or not. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have a mentor, you can absolutely exactly. know that. So uh, right now, mentors for you. You said you meet, you have a group that you meet with every week. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, one Zoom call a week. So it's with uh, Bradley's uh, Crash House Elite. That's, that's what the group's called. Uh, okay. So we meet once a week and he kind of just shares his knowledge about a certain topic on entrepreneurship, whether it be, you know, mindset or, um, you know, getting your money right or scaling your business and things like that. And then uh, usually he'll bring on um, another entrepreneur that's been successful. So we've had um, in the past uh, quite a few people that have been, you know, really, uh, really good guests like Wes Watson uh, has okay. been on a couple calls. Um, he's pretty big in entrepreneur space. Um, Jordan Stupar, who's really an expert in sales. Um, he's brought in like a tax professional giving us advice on taxes. So everything like kind of business and entrepreneurship we talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, ever since joining it, like in January, um, I honestly have been able to like triple my monthly income just based on what he's talked about. And the biggest thing is what I've learned so far is just mindset. Um, okay. You know, what I learned is like, for the longest time, I felt like I didn't deserve like success, you know, just like based on, you know, my past, um, what I've done and things like that. And, you know, his kind of his framework on how to like forgive yourself and just, you know, move on and just, you know, a, a day's a new day. Mm -hmm. um, God's your only judge, you know, things like that. That really, really helped me. And I, I just feel like that was what was holding me back the most is like mindset. Cause I felt like I was working really hard. I have really good work ethic. Um, you know, business was going good, but I just felt like there was like that, that small thing that was kind of just making me hesitate and making me not really like go further, um, yeah. as far as, uh, bringing more business and things like that. And so that's, yeah, that's one of the, the big things I've learned uh, so far. So he's just been super instrumental in being able to bring success to the business. I love that. I think that mindset again, and you wouldn't know this unless you listen to our mentor. Like I, I listened to or read so many mindset books growing up. Like you watch the secret or like you, you know, you get into these things and it's like, Oh, like this is amazing. And then you start going and you're like, why isn't this working? Like <laughs> it's, it's not doing what I want it to do. And I think what isn't explained a lot of time that mentors can help explain is it's the subconscious programming. Like, what do you actually believe? Like, if you're like, hey, I want to make a million dollars. So do you actually believe that you can make that? And, and that's not the whole equation. That's half the equation. If you don't actually believe that you're worthy of it or that you can do it or that you should do it. I mean, you could continually increase your income. 
but also continually spend more than you make. And it doesn't matter because you're self-sabotaging because you don't have that mindset, right? So Yeah. Yeah. And I know going to you now, I know that you actually visited your, I guess one of your mentors, uh, yeah. Evan Carmichael. I, I saw that on your on your stories. So I mean, what was that like? I know you met him in person before mm -hmm. uh, he came to your place, but now you you came and visited him. So kind of take us through that and yeah. how, how was that? And what you, have you learned from him so far? Yeah. So that that was actually accident, complete accident. Um, I happened to be in Austin filming, and he happened to be in Austin speaking, and we're like. And I don't even know how it came up. We're talking through like travel plans for the end of the month because it came up in our calls. And he's like, oh, I'll actually be in Austin sometime around then. It's like, I don't know when. Ask Nina. <laughs> it's his wife. And so I was like, hey, when are you guys going? <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll be there when you're there, actually. So we met up for uh, for dinner. And it's I, I'm actually going to his house in May um, for a real mastermind for five days. Nice. But um, it, was, it was good to meet him. It just realizing that you're playing small. One of the things that Evan says frequently, and I'm starting to understand this more and more is he's like, stop playing small. It's like, you can play big, but you have to choose to play big rather than choosing to play small. And you know, when we first started working together, my business had basically crashed and burned and I was kind of starting over again. Like I, it's the same business and I've really started from scratch multiple times because everything just goes wrong. Um, and we went from zero to 100K revenue for the year in three weeks. And then we doubled that three weeks after that. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, this is this is awesome. He's like, okay, cool. We've hit our goals. What What's the next goal? I was like, well, I'd really like to, because I mean, he has a chunk of my business, which as a mentor, I feel like that's probably the best setup because you get more of their time. Either you need to pay for their time and needs to be worth it for them, or their monetary success is dependent on your monetary success. And obviously my business is a small chunk of what he does, but he's invested in it. And um, if you have that help, if you have you know someone like that to, to walk you through and to help you to play bigger, it, it's so much better. Um, but I said, hey, my next goal, I just want to make my income, my actual take home, what we're earning revenue wise for the business. He's like, nah, stop playing small, let's double it. Right. I'm like, double it? <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's double it. We got this. I'm like, okay. Like, that's not even, that wasn't even a thought. But, you know, he's like, we got to stop playing small. And when I hear about him talk about masterminds that he's in, I talk, you know, other people at his level, a little, you know, a few below, a few above. He's like, man, I'm just, I've been playing small lately. I'm like, what? <laughs> You've been playing small? <laughs> like, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, I'm really, really playing small yeah. then. Um but it's it, just getting around, like you said, people that are way ahead of you, you see what's possible. You can have a mindset of like, oh, I feel like I felt like I'm doing okay. But now I realize that like, I can set my goals much, much higher if I want to. And you need to want it. It needs to be what's best for you. Um, and you can you can get there if that's what you want. But you have to be willing to pay the price and understand what that price is. Um, right. But they, mentors are a game changer, man. Really, really are. Yeah. So, so when you, when you said that, um, Evan was basically saying you're playing too small. Mm -hmm. So what exactly do you mean by that? Do you mean by like mindset? Is it belief or is it like physically like, oh, you're just not thinking big enough as far as like income level? I think all of it, honestly. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember where Alex Ramosi quoted this from. Um, I think it was a Google study maybe, but he talked about high performers having three traits. You know, one of them is, you know, basically believing that you're better than other people. Like you deserve more. Like you just have this superiority complex, which is awesome. Like I, mean, I think a lot of people have that. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people. But it's coupled with this 
just crippling insecurity that others are better than you and that people are going to find out that you're a fake and like you just can't actually do the thing that you want to or believe that you can do so it's just this like total opposite ends just pulling against each other um, and then the last one was the basically the ability to delay gratification to do work you know that you might not see immediate results on and when i think about the goals that we have you know i'm like i in the area of youtube that we're in in the education space the podcast space the you know thought leadership space we are the best in the world that i'm aware of i mean maybe there's somebody else out there but i feel like we would know them especially Evan would know them. Um, there are a lot of areas of YouTube, so I'm not saying we're the best of all the YouTube, but like we work with the best in that space. So I'm defining it that way. And nice. I still feel like I, I'm at level, I'm playing at a, like a three out of 10, like level wise. I feel like there's just so many more levels to, to go up and so much that I'm missing. Even though when I look around, it's like, we are the ones trailblazing in this area. Like I, I don't, I don't know anybody else. We're not copying anyone. We're not learning from anyone. Like there's just nobody doing this, but I still feel like I used to feel like I was like seven out of 10. And then the more I've talked with Evan, the more I met with Evan, I'm like, Oh, I'm a six out of 10, a five at like, it's just keep getting lower and lower of like, I feel like there's so much more that we could do so much more that money that we can make, but really so much more impact that we can make so much more happiness and joy in life. I've been, I have ADHD, I have autism spectrum disorder, which really leads to detaching from people quite a bit and just kind of getting hyper obsessed with work. And lately haven't done the greatest job, but I've been a lot more conscious of just trying to enjoy right now. Um, you know, we have kids and I just saw this post the other day. It said 93% of your time spent with your kids is spent with them by the time they're 18. I was just like, whoa, uh, okay. Um, and so I've been a lot more conscious of that. I don't think I would be more conscious if some of the mindsets that Evan's been trying to pass on to me weren't getting through of like, what is your goal really? Why Why are you doing what you're doing? Why is it important? You know, for me, it's important so that I can have time to spend with my family. And historically, I haven't been the greatest at doing that. You know, I think I've been copying my dad where it's like, I'm going to work and sacrifice everything. And then by the time you make time to spend time with your kids, they're gone. So I didn't think I was running that subconsciously, but I was. And I didn't realize that until I had a mentor that has helped me to to learn and start to realize that, which program's still there for sure, but working on it now. Um, I'm trying to play bigger. I'm trying to play the game that really matters, not just the money game. Totally, man. I, I totally vibe with that, dude. That's, I mean, that's that's really important. I think sometimes we get like lost in in the work because mm -hmm. like we're so obsessed with success and we're so obsessed with you know just just being to the point where we're like okay we can we have all the time freedom that we have to spend time with our families um, but yeah i think a great characteristic that a mentor brings is accountability and i think that's the kind of what you're talking about with what you've been telling me with your times with Evan, because one, you know, they're going to push you. Right. So like you're, you know, you mentioned earlier, Hey, I want to double our revenue goal, but he's like, Oh dude, he can do more than that. Yeah. And, and that's great because, um, they see something that you may not see in yourself right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but so they're going to keep you accountable to hit those goals. And I think sometimes that's some, that's something that's, that's missed, especially with people, because, I feel like a lot of people just dive in, especially with business. They just dive in and just work. They don't really have any direction or guidance at all. And there may be days that come up and they're just like, ah, I just 
don't want to really want to work today. I don't really want to do this and that. But um, it gets to the point where, you know, you're going to have to be really clear on what you want to accomplish, because um, if you're not, I mean, you're just going to be in the wind, just like blowing around. And I am and I'm guilty of that. You know, it, it was like that for me for a while where I was kind of just bouncing everywhere. Didn't really know what what, you know, huge goals I had. But yeah, when I was able to connect with a mentor, it really just like kept me on track on, you know, hitting, hitting those numbers and things like that. So, yeah, no, I think that's awesome. I think it's every mentor and you're going to have a lot of mentors. I think right now, yeah. both you and I have a really solid, like core mentor and mm-hmm. we listen, but every podcast you listen to, every audiobook you listen to, every YouTube video you watch, it's you being mentored by someone in a small way. And I think being purposeful with that is huge. Um, I've been listening to Build with Rob. It's Rob Deerdeck's um, podcast. He's, I mean, a lot of us watched him on Robin Big and MTV and haven't heard from him since and don't realize that he's actually built a lot of successful businesses. Um, But one of the things that he does is he optimizes his time like nobody I've heard of. Like he has this system of just, he's like, if you spend one hour a day on anything, that is 4% of your year at one hour a day. It's like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't even think, because, I mean, it's 4% of your day, one hour. I'm like, wow, okay, so if you spend half an hour every day mindlessly scrolling on social media, you wasted 2% of your entire year on just that one thing. It's like, oh, crap. But that that's an example. That's a free mentor. That's someone that you can learn from. You don't get asked questions, so I do think you need to have a core mentor, but just be careful what you're listening to, because you are absorbing that, whether you know it or not, which is good if you control it but not so good if you don't um but for you for bradley's group because your mentorship's a bit different than mine i'm not i i mean i am paying for it but you're paying to show up in a group to to get something from it what i guess what do you feel like the pros of that are i have some other questions but let's start there what are what are the pros of paying to be in a group to be mentored um well i think one of the biggest things is when you pay you're gonna pay attention right i mean if it was like a free group you probably wouldn't be as committed uh to attending the group you probably just be like i'll just hear the recorded calls whatever um you know this group in particular is like 200 dollars a month um so it's not like extremely expensive um but i mean the the value that we're getting i mean the the investment just paid for itself you know just based on the knowledge that i've learned um another pro is that you're going to be a part of the community Um, So like my philosophy has always been like, you know, not only are you investing with the mentor to get their knowledge, but you're investing in the community to surround yourself with, you know, successful people as well. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people at times are like, oh, surround yourself with people like in person, like physically. Yeah. But I mean, you could do the same thing, but virtually as well. I mean, so it it just makes it just made sense for me to really be a part of a, a group. Um, that's growing in the same, you know, kind of in the same spot as me. They want to grow. They want to be successful. Um, so right now there's probably like 30 of us. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things also is that another pro is that we were able to answer any, any question. And, and what's great about Brad is like, he's, he'll tell you as it is, you know, he'll tell you how it is, yeah. which is which is what we all need. Um, we don't need like sugar coating and stuff like that. So, um, you know, he's, he's very open. Um, usually the call is only supposed to be an hour, but numerous times he's pushed it like an hour past. 
uh, just because he, he just really wants to see all of us succeed. Um, so I think, yeah, those are the definitely the pros of, of uh, being a part of that group. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. And I think it's because when you say pay to be in a group, what I'm thinking is like you're not really getting a whole lot of time with them. You know, some of these like eight or $10,000 courses where like you never hear from the person or like whatever. It's like, yeah. Oh, like but, yeah. And- yeah, go. Oh yeah, and I was gonna say yeah, I, I've I've paid to be in a part of other groups. Like, I mean, we've been a part of the, or you probably still are the, you know, the VRA group with Think mm-hmm. Media. I mean, and trust me, I've learned a ton about YouTube. But the the thing that's missing is like having like that one on one time, mm-hmm. like with the, you know, with Sean or or you know Heather at the time when she was with the company and things like that. And I understand there's other groups that you just pay a higher ticket to do that. But yeah, that was just something that was missing, you know, before for me. But yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. It's like sometimes you don't know what you're going to get, but it's great to be able to have that one-on-one time with the, with the mentor. So Yeah. And I think you, like, the people make the group. Like I've been in, like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, VRA was one group. I've been part of yeah. Christo's pro group for a long time, um, almost two years now, actually. And like just a lot of different groups and the level of people in there varies widely and you get out of it what you put in. And so it sounds like with Bradley's group, you found a really, really good group. Like, and and if you're trying to find a mentor, commit to like one month in a group, give it 110%. And if you're like, this really isn't going anywhere fast or anywhere that I want to be, stop, find a different group, test it out. Maybe you need maybe two months, maybe three, like give it a good solid chance don't discount groups, but also realize that there are, I mean, I, there's one group that I was in that just never went anywhere, never grew. It, like I, I tried to give in there and it just, it wasn't going where I wanted to be. So I've, I've left, um, done that a few times, but groups can be great. They really, really can't. And they can be a lot, a lot less expensive. I get like, I spend a lot more money having Evan invested in my business than that. Obviously it's, predicated on how much revenue we're bringing in but you can't like with evan you can't buy mentorship from him like he chose to invest in me like that's not it's not something you can do so right right. like if you can find someone like that like i I guarantee you if bradley came to you and said hey give me x percentage of your business and we'll triple it you're like (laughs) done like yeah yeah that's actually that's actually one of my goals i want to be able to grow this business enough where i get his attention somehow and he's yeah. just like, hey, man, let's do it. Let's yeah. partner up and, yeah, let's continue to grow it. So that's yeah. a, that's one of my, I guess, big goals of mine yeah. to do. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like, I think that's it's fantastic. When I first heard the idea, it's like, that's terrible. Why would I give up? It's like, well, you're going to give <laughs> up a portion of something that's 10 times bigger than what you're doing now. It's like, oh, yeah, that's – if I had have known that at the beginning, I wouldn't even – I just, yes, 100% when I had to think about it, but – I have a question for you. So yeah. we're talking about mentorship, right? Are you currently a mentor for somebody else? Like say you're the mentor that someone's looking up to and you're um, you mentoring know, them? Not, not on a consistent basis. I will say I meet with people regularly um, or somewhat and just answer questions. Like we've done some like um, calls where it's like consulting swapping almost where it's like, Hey, you have 30 minutes. I have 30 minutes. Just ask whatever questions. More than happy to help. Um, usually when I go on podcasts, I treat it like, Hey, uh, legit act like you paid for a a consulting session for me. I'll tell you whatever you want, whatever you, you, you tell me. Um, but no, not on a, like, like Evan, I meet with literally every week and I can message him any day I need to. 
like that, no. Um, maybe one day. I, I, I would like to. I love entrepreneurs. love working with them. Uh, but, yeah, no. What about you? Uh, yeah, same thing. Same thing. I think sometimes I'll get messages, like questions about, you know, running a, this type of company and things like that. Um, but nothing like solid where, you know, we meet like once a week and things like that. So, but yeah, I, I would say, yeah, one day as well. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, oh, the other question I had about your group. So you said mindset was probably the biggest takeaway um, so far. Huge. One or two hacks that you've learned in your group that you think make a bigger difference than the rest. One hack I'll share is, you know, kind of what I mentioned earlier was that you have to figure out what's holding you back mentally. Is it yourself? More times than not, it's yourself. But I mean, is it like your past? Is it something that you did that you haven't forgiven yourself? Um, when you say that, what do you mean? You've, you've used that f- terminology that f- like phrased it that way yeah. a couple of times. Like when you say you haven't um, forgiven yourself, what what do you mean by that? Uh, what I mean by that is, is just, it could be a kind of a variety of things. It could be some like something specific you've done in the past. Like it could be an action or something you've said. And it's just like something that's just always on your mind, um, sort of deal. So I don't, I, I mean, you could take it with what it's worth. It could be something serious. It could be just, you know, like, a, fail, a failure. Um, let's say that, um, let's say that, you, you know, you just, you totally blew up like a business deal just went totally South and you're just, you continue to dwell on it. You continue yeah. to dwell on it. And that just stops you from, you know, performing on the next sales call, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of times people just dwell on failure so much and, and trust me, I am like the biggest component. Even to this day, I still think about like things that didn't go my way, um, things of that nature. And I think when you're able to just really confront it and reflect on it and just be like, Hey, you know, what's done is done. There's nothing that I can do at all to change the past. I like, if you have to literally say, you know what, so-and-so I forgive you, let's move on. You know, it, there's just a huge release. It just, it just feels like so much freedom when you, when you can do that and just really just move on. Um, and, and so, um, another thing, another hack that I'll mention is like the importance of health. I mean, I'm not just talking about just working out and, and going to the gym every day, but it's actually like diet is huge. Like, I mean, it, it's, I've been seeing so many documentaries as of late as to like how um, tarnished like a lot of the food is now compared to what it was like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that no matter how much money you make, no matter how much success you have, if you're not healthy, I feel like none of that stuff is worth it. Yeah. So I think having that um, as a high priority um, in your life is really, really going to pay off and bleed into all aspects of your life, not just business. And I'll share with you a third hack, actually, that I learned um, uh, from the group is that um, relationships are everything, dude. Like, you know, I, I, I'm sure you heard the term, like, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. And, mm-hmm. dude, that's so true. And that's one thing that helped me, like, really double, triple my monthly income is that I just met more people. So like whether that is attending more networking events in person, doing a lot of podcasts like this, this has brought me like opportunities like that one talk I was telling you about. I think you, you spoke at the virtual summit too. Yeah. Uh, we just did that like last week. Nice. Um, and it's because she saw this episode or one of these episodes. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So doing podcasts like that, doing workshops, uh, joining other virtual groups that you can share value with. Um, so 
that's that's huge because if you really think about it, when it comes to making money, all of that stems from a relationship. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, so like a closed deal you just did, obviously that's from a relationship. You know, your mentorship with Evan, mm-hmm. being able to get a piece of, or at least more than a piece of, you know, the revenue you bring in, that's a relationship, right? Um, yeah. It, it, so it's, it's just when he presented that that idea, it just totally turned a switch in my mind. It's like, dude, I need to just like meet more and more people and just create genuine relationships. And so those are definitely the three things that I've, um, I've taken away. I like that. That's a lot. I think it's, Oh, there's so much you can learn from a mentor, but you have, I mean, you have to be open to it. You have to be open to figuring that out. Like if someone hears, Hey, you know, maybe you haven't forgiven yourself or something like, well, who are you? Like, what the heck? (laughs) But I think, all of us have something that, and even if it's just like, maybe it's not you not forgiving yourself, but it's you believing something someone told you when you were younger. You know, if you have parents that yeah, totally were like, I mean, for me, um, and you know, talking to and being a parent myself now, talking to parents, it's never like you're trying to do the best for your kids, like almost always, very you know, 0.1% chance that like this is not true. Like I'd say 99.9% of people really are trying to do the best. They really are trying to be good. They are when your kids come home with like, I came home with all A's on my report cards. So my dad's like, Hey, where's the A pluses? I think part of that was joking. Part of it was like, Hey, like you're doing great. Like keep going. But as a kid with Asperger's and maybe, I mean, neurotypical, maybe would take it this way as well. But what I took from it was, Oh, it's impossible to please my parents because I literally was perfect this semester and it wasn't good enough. And I don't think that was the intent looking back all these years, but all growing up, I find I was like, fine, I can't do it. Like whatever. Like I'll, and you know, grades tanked on subjects I didn't care about. Like literally the only reason I passed all four of my, oh, okay. Three of the four English years uh one year was shakespeare and we did videos so i was actually interested but the other years i had f's the entire time and then we'd take the final and do a written test and i was so good at just like having the information there that i got a's on the test or b's or b pluses anyway and they're like well we have to pass you clearly and you know this stuff but like why didn't you just do it it's like i don't even care had i had someone encouraging and and not taking it the wrong way I probably would have done better. And I, even as an adult, you know, I make more money than my parents do. I like, I'm doing better than anyone that I know of in my family ever has. And I still feel like I'm just, it's meh. Like I'm not doing that great because I have that subconscious. It's not good enough in my head. And I still believe it, even though there's no reason to anymore. So, you know, rooting that out. I think is important. Yeah. And I think that's a good quality that you have. And a lot of the, the um, successful entrepreneurs have even like athletes or celebrities, it's like, they're never satisfied. Yeah. Um, like I read a, a quote, I think Rhett Cardone posted it the other day on LinkedIn. It said uh, comfort is, or wait. Yeah. Comfort kills growth basically. Yeah. So it's like, I think a lot of people when they feel like they make it, they just mm-hmm. turn off. And I'm, I'm guilty of it too. There's times where I'm just like, ah, oh, I think I could just relax a little bit today. I yeah. made enough money this month. Let's just relax. But yeah, I, I, I totally relate to what you're saying about just like not being satisfied. And like, even if you feel like you've accomplished something and, and 
other people, whether it be your family or friends, are like, "Oh, dude, that's like a huge, huge accomplishment." But like deep down inside, you're like, oh, "I can, I can, I can do more." You know, I can, yeah. uh, I can push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, I, I totally get that, man. Yeah, and I think that's, yeah. and I mean, I think, I think that has to be innately in me because when I heard the "Oh, it's not good enough," I just believed it. I didn't question it. I think if you yeah. don't already believe that, like, I probably would take it. Oh, like, okay, well, I can do better. Cool, let's go and. Instead, I was like, I knew I wasn't good enough. Like, it just, it, it's always there. But that's, I, I think, and this is the other thing with mentors. Having a one-on-one mentor, they can get to know you and mentor you in the way that works for you. Sometimes not, though. Maybe they're not the best mentor. kind of want to go to that side. What's, what do you think the dark side or the, the you know, the bad in having a mentor? What do you think that is? Um... I mean, for me, I always try and focus on the positives, but I mean, like yeah. for, um, I could definitely see people, I'm, I'm trying to word this correctly. Like mm. they feel like whatever the mentor says, it's like the gospel, you yeah. know, if that yeah. makes sense. Like they don't have their own like opinion on it. Like for example, like another mentor of mine, he's not really like a one-on-one mentor, but just someone who I watch a lot of content and, and do a lot of their strategies is uh, Dave Ramsey, for example, like when it comes to financial, you know, he helped really helped me and me and uh, my wife pay off a lot of our debt. There's some things that he says where I, I don't necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think being able to find that co- or like one, find that common denominator of like, okay, what he, what he or she is saying is, is great. I'm going to apply that to my business, but also figuring out what doesn't work as well and not, um, taking it as like okay this is the end all be all mm-hmm. what he or she says so i that's going to be that's going to be inserted into my beliefs you know yeah. um so i think i can i can see that as a con is that people like they're so obsessed with, like they're basically worshiping the mentor to a point where yeah. they just agree with everything they say yeah how about no, you no i like that i like the yeah. and i had someone growing up and actually she was kind of a mentor to me growing up um never actually thought about it that way but definitely was and um she said that everyone has a gold nugget that you can put in your pouch and take with you she's like there'll be a lot of things people say a lot of things people do that work for them but everyone has at least one gold nugget that's going to work for you so look for that one gold nugget throw the rest away and make sure you hold on to those gold nuggets so Mm, i like that where it's like hey yeah i love that there is something that this person knows if they're doing the thing you want to do, but you do have to have your own opinion. You do have to know when it's not your gold nugget, when it is like, that's yeah. just what works for them. Like one of the things Evan says, he's like, put it in your calendar, just do what's in your calendar. I know that works. My brain, yeah. like I have my calendar up all the time. I'll get notifications. My brain just ignores a lot of the stuff. And so mm-hmm. for me, writing things down works better but the remembering to write things down is harder and I don't always have my written calendar with me. And so for me, having the calendar and having everything scheduled and then writing it out in the morning, even if I don't look at it again, I just look at the electronic one, helps me to remember better. And he doesn't have to do yeah. that. Like that's not his process, but I have to take his gold nugget and make sure it works for me. Um, totally. But yeah, no, I think, I think on the lines of what you're talking about is – for me, the con of having a mentor is having to, and I mean, this is good, but it's also bad having to face the hard things in your life that maybe you felt comfortable doing. So for me, creating content, something I love, absolutely love to do. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I consult people on creating content. So it's like, oh, well, that should be something I do then, right? And Evan's told me repeatedly, he's like, you don't need to create content. Create it if you want to be creative. It's not going to grow your business. I'm like, what do you mean it's not going to grow my <laughs> business? Like, yeah. that is the business, like coaching other people how to use YouTube to grow their business. The problem here is I don't have a personal brand. I don't have a business that isn't the business of consulting YouTube. Like, I'm not selling yeah. courses. I'm not selling products. I don't have a multiple million dollar business behind the channel. I have the consulting of the channels. And so direct outreach is going to be better. I, I can only handle 10, 12 clients at a time. I can't handle a large amount. And so I'm not trying to move a lot of product or sell things. And so for me, the model we know and works and teach, it doesn't apply to my business because my business is different than the ones we consult. But I don't want to believe that. Like I want to create the content. It, it does matter. It is important. I've spent way <laughs> too much time, money, effort on creating content. It has to matter. Yeah. But I've stopped creating content and business wasn't affected. In fact, business was helped because I wasn't distracted by the content, which is one of the points he makes. Mm. And I don't want to accept that. That's hard for me. But I know yeah. it's true, and I wouldn't have said that a couple months ago. I'd be like, no, 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 content helps. Going on other podcasts helps. I have yet to get a single yeah. client from any piece of content I've done, at least at this level. Yeah, so. yeah, that's wild, dude. And that's something that you taught me, too, is that you know, content shouldn't be like at the forefront. It's more like creating the relationships, growing the business first, mm -hmm. and establishing that, and then you can go into content and yeah, for, I was and trust me, dude, I was like the same way as you. I was like, dude, come on. Like uh -huh. that's not, that's not true. But I mean, I look at all the, especially all the entrepreneurships or all, all the entrepreneurs that I look up to, you know, Ryan Pineda, Bradley, obviously Grant Cardone, dude, these guys were like multimillionaires before they went all in on their content. Yeah. Even Alex Hermosi too. So it just makes, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like, I mean, I don't believe in like, Oh, a hundred percent growing the business and then 0% content. I still believe you should make, you know, a little bit of content. I, I'd probably say more like 90 to 10% maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally, totally get with what you're saying. Well, and the other, like, it, I don't know. The, the thought that I've had is creating content is good practice. I know at some point I want to have a personal brand that, you know, uses content to grow. So this is yeah. a good practice. Like get it, having conversations with, people that come on frequently. Like we've had multiple conversations. I think this is episode nine for us having one-offs where it's like, you have to get used to a new person really fast, trying to talk to yourself essentially for half an hour to an hour. Like it's good practice. Um, and it makes in-person speeches much, much easier, but is my brand going to be, you know, the YouTube podcast strategy guy in a decade from now? I don't know. Like yeah. maybe I use all of the lessons that I've had and all the mentorship from Evan and, some other opportunity comes up that makes more sense in a decade from now. So it's good practice, but I don't have a big enough personal brand, a big enough business brand to really make content, you know, super effective. It, it could help, yeah. um, but it's not going to do like for Ryan or Bradley or someone who already has a seven figure, multiple seven figure businesses going. It's like NOS or like steroids for their businesses. 
because they already have the businesses. You know, it's like trying to use like drink NOS <laughs> that'll just kill yeah. you like or use steroids on like an inanimate object. Like it doesn't work. It's not designed for it. And yeah. if you don't have the right tools or the right things before it, it's just not going to go anywhere. Uh, That's really even now, like I've, we're making this content, like I could spend this time outreaching. This fulfills me, though. I love making this content. I love talking to you. I love hashing these things out. So I still make time for it. But Evan would tell you the more important thing is to spend more time doing the things that built the business, especially when things are like last month was kind of a dumpster fire with a few things like, but I still need some time to have fulfillment creatively. And so that's okay. But his words, I can't expect this to build the business and I have to just be okay with that. And I don't like to accept that. So that's kind of the hard thing for me anyway. Got it. Well, you know, if, if anybody wants to be mentored by us, just, uh, you know, message us out. <laughs> message. Send us a DM or... Only uh, $50,000 an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Definitely. No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, this goes into another area, like running groups, running courses. For you, for your business, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, at least from my vantage point. For me, sort of, but also not really because we're really high touch. High, like, I feel like there are ways to mentor. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Listen to these podcasts. Like, You can get mentorship from us without paying for it. So if you're in that place where you're like, I'm a beginner, I can't yeah. pay for a mentor, I can't find a mentor keep looking, keep searching, ask people. Worst they can say is no, but find mentors that you can listen to their content and learn from. Absolutely. All right. Any last things you want to say or ask about on mentors? Um, no, not for, not for me. I, I mean, I would say just, you know, when it comes to mentors, take your time. I mean, it's not a race. So, I mean, you, you may vibe with, with somebody and then, um, you know, sign on to one of their things too too quick so i think it's always good to get different perspectives see which personality and value you vibe with best before making a decision but uh, but yeah but i think for the most part when it comes to really fast tracking your success especially in business do having a mentor is is key is really key yeah no absolutely and i agree i think if you are going to get a mentor if you are going to have someone come on and have stake and really be able to impact or affect your business, take it slow. Like when Evan offered the deal, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Took a second, talked through it with my wife, thought about it, like made sure we're asking the right questions because I have been screwed over in business. I think every, like, this is business number 12. So if I hadn't, then I'm doing something wrong. But like you have to be careful with who you partner with. Even good people do things that may affect you negatively. Like it's worked really, really well that could not be the case for your first mentor. So don't give up on mentors, find a good mentor, but also realize that they're building their thing and you're building your thing. And even if you're building it together, you might go separate directions at some point. There might be things you disagree on and that's okay. Learn the lessons and keep growing and keep building. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18-year-old built a five-figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.